0: Avery, I wanted to say that you have just been doing such a spectacular job on this podcast. Thank you. And Anna, it's not to say it's not to take away anything from what you've been doing, but Avery, I'm going to be giving you pride of place as our new Twitter shit person. Anna, uh, excuse me for a minute. I'm going to turn my back. Uh, I'm just going to turn my back for a minute. I. I'm just gonna, you know, close my eyes for a minute and um, and plug your ears uh, you know, like whatever.
1: you're "see you no know, evil, hear no evil" monkey yeah. that you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. on your HR mm-hmm.
2: desk at all times.
0: Yep.
1: Okay.
2: Well, um, I guess I gotta show you how to do Twitter shit. Um, uh, it's pretty easy. Um, you go on Twitter. Hey. You lose a little bit of yourself Anna, every week, and then Anna, one day Anna, you'll Anna, die. Anna. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do this
1: i don't i don't want to
2: well i mean i i can't listen help listen, there. Listen, listen over listen, overlord john listen, has listen, given, listen. given
1: you... maybe i can be like more like a figurehead more like a kind of like a like a like a mascot of twitter shit and then you can like actually do most of the grunt work since you like doing it so much obviously because you you an, originated
2: the role So you had to... I don't like doing it. I I did it once, and then John uh, hit me with a pitchfork and told me to do it again. Uh, And not even like one of the hard pitchforks. It was like one of those soft ones. That you get from Spirit Halloween. Yeah, it it was just mostly annoying. Um, I mean, I don't like doing it because uh, now all my free time is spent on Twitter, and I hate every second of it. Um, yeah, you look very um sad. Do I look do I look tired
1: and sad all the time? Yeah. There's a reason. Well, I thought that was because of your job, but um my hey, job's actually hey, cool. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Yep. Logging mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Twitter. Hey, I fucking got 9 notifications. They're all from Twitter that are just like, "Hey, there's a fucking tweet you missed." shut up (laughs) shut up twitter if i want to if i wanted to look at tweets i would have been on
2: you already don't give me fucking notifications Uh, for people's tweets you also don't uh you also don't look at any of the messages that in our no i do group chat oh you do Yeah, i do
0: i look at them
2: Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you
0: look at them. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm surprised there are still two of you alive. I was kind of expecting Anna to have killed Avery in an uh, attempt to get back Twitter ship, but. Well, well I think we've all come no, to an understanding. Again.
2: Again, yeah. jo- I, both of mm-hmm. you, I need you to understand. I don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> then <laughs> simply don't. Then why did I make the sting, Anna? Why did I well, make the, the sting? It's
2: the threat of. <laughs> It's the thread of it's the only thing I bring to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not smart. I don't know anything about theory. I bring Twitter. (laughs) Mm, Delicious. Delicious, sweet, hot Twitter. Wait, do you hear that? It sounds like the intro song. Welcome to Consistional Materials, a podcast for Goblins by Goblins. I'm tired. Hi,
1: Tired. I'm Avery.
0: Hi, Avery. I'm John.
1: Hi. <laughs> that's not a joke yeah. because it's just my name.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, no, your name's
0: I... not a joke. You're the joke.
1: Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> how, how, have y'all, uh, how have y'all been this week? How have I been this week? good actually it's yeah. uh it, it's been a week that happened i i ordered yeah. a yeah. lot of clothes for myself and i might order more and i also ordered myself some decks of cards that i'm excited about yeah i'm just buying all all the things to make to make dopamine go burr um in before uh communism is when uh can't buy things anyway
2: yeah i got myself an xbox controller so that i could buy so that i could play Sekiro. And then I swiftly stopped playing Sekiro. Yeah, it's a hard game. I I I am enjoying it. I will say that yeah. uh, it was just there's that weird dream sequence where you go to like the the Buddha oh, in spoilers, the temple. Spoilers for Sekiro. Yeah, well, spoilers for Sekiro. I don't care. <laughs> it's if you if you actually care about spoilers, you already know this. Okay, um, we're actually d- God damn it. You
0: brought it up, so we're gonna have to talk about it. What the dumb spoilers thing that was going around this week? I don't remember this. Do you, I don't Absolutely. know. What yeah. About. I don't really know. All right. You know what? We're just going to launch Twitter shit right now because. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's already music. <laughs> you always do Shut
2: this. Shut up! <laughs> you fucking
1: always do this. There's already. Yes, because John... it's funny. It's John funny. John War- Is it funny?
0: <laughs> A little. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, John agrees. Yeah. No. I'm t- fine. You know, fine. Sometimes sometimes I cut it out, sometimes I don't. Like whatever. <laughs> Us fighting is fine. How does, that, how does that feel? Man.
2: How does that sting
1: feel? Uh
2: there is no sting. It's I, I was hoping he'd be cutting it out. Like yeah. <laughs> I actually It's a joke
1: only for I me. I actually hope that you you just like don't include my audio during any uh episode. I just like cut me out just entirely.
2: It's just it's just the two of us res- like talking, yeah. and then every once in a while it's c- really quiet, and then we're like, "Yeah, exactly." So,
0: <laughs> look, I'm not gonna do a Garfield without John, except a, a conditional mysterious without Avery podcast. Wait, just am I a Garfield? I feel like I'm. No, you're... I feel
1: like I'm more of a normal.
2: Yeah, Avery's the normal. Yeah. I'm the Odie. John's the Garfield. <laughs> I do hate Mondays. And, <laughs> and I
1: am a dog. Anyway. This is interesting. If if everyone had a dog breed, what dog breed would you be?
2: As long as we're just like saying shit. Uh, What's the uh, border collie? Yeah, I can see that. Is, is that the one that's like it insane? Looks like it's like got like the really yeah. long black and white hair and then its face is all speckled. Yeah. yeah, that one. Um, I would be
1: a, I guess like a retriever, some kind of retriever, you know?
2: I could see you as like a lab.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways, so uh John Comparo. John's not a furry. Tweet... So, anyway. apparently. <laughs> <don't want> to... <laughs> I... I'm not an animal person, so I can't answer this question. And, like. It's fine. Hey, as long as you have solidarity, you're a dover. It's fine
1: to not be a furry. Yeah, I know.
2: It's fine. It's... Yeah. As long
1: as no, you're not, like, out. As long as you're not like, no,
0: I'm I'm fine with furries
2: As long Some as you're not I... on internet forums calling me the f word and yeah.
1: no, and, and Annie, you, know, you, you, you can curse on the show. You can say fuck. It's fine.
2: Oh, not that not. one. F- Frick. Uh, but, but I do want to get to Twitter. But
0: also, <laughs> I do
1: not. I do if I say keep that, derailing uh, the conversation,
2: and me, these but ones I, three. I, I do I know, say really, It's really Avery quickly, the derailer. All of the. All of the. This is just something that I did mm-hmm. I did kind of Have want to talk about on the show at some thought point. about rainbows? But but it, it hasn't topic of come up. <laughs> it hasn't come up. And I'm just gonna keep talking <laughs> over Avery until they stop talking over me. I'm um, gonna edit Avery out of this book. That's bit. fine. So and Then everyone's um, gonna be confused about why I'm not in it. There's this um <laughs> uh basically all the original like people who like made fun of furries. And, like, started this campaign of, like, furries are degenerates and all this shit. All of that began uh, from a bunch of, like, homophobic corners of the internet. And the people who are, like... There are people who have come forth and been like, yeah, the reason I started hating on furries was from a place of homophobia. And it's, like, the, it's like this very interesting... It's just this very interesting thing of, like, uh, furry fandom is, like, this kind of safe space. And, like... Even the people who, like, hated furries agree. Yeah, no, this was entirely based on homophobia. and Nothing else. I, that's all I wanted to say. I just haven't had a chance to talk about that on the show. Anyway, what were you saying about uh, the the thing that happened? I I,
0: I kind of like I mentioned to y'all uh, at the beginning of this week. There there was a dumbass dude who was like, um, mad that that Hollywood comic book movies were getting, quote-unquote, spoiled. So he tweeted out, in light of all the spoilers from Suicide Squad, The Eternals, and other films, I am totally for the press and other audiences seeing a movie early, having to fill out a personal information non-disclosure contract under penalty of one million or more dead serious. Oh, uh, uh, yes.
1: Is, yes, Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. What? I... Why?
0: So so I have a few things to say, because sure. we we've kind of already agreed that this, this might be a bit of a slow week until we get to our last topic, and then Ann and I are going to talk for two hours. Um, yeah, probably. But basically, movie spoilers don't exist. In fact, most no. like, spoilers don't exist. And people who think spoilers exist just want treats to exist, and they're just like, oh, I just want to go in. like, well, one, you know, if you want to go into something blind, that's fine. You you have that right, but at the same time, ninety nine out of hundred Hollywood movies will have nothing that you can be spoiled on. Yeah, I can only think of one movie in the last like five years that I would say has a spoiler in it, and that's Knives Out. And that's a. Yeah, movie I was about,
2: to, I was that, literally about to say, is it is it Knives Out? Because yeah. uh, I actually had Knives Out ruined for me because uh, someone told me like basically the whole plot of it by accident, and I was like, oh, god damn it.
0: Right. But but like aside from crime fiction, aside from like a mystery or something that's sort of like a suspenseful thriller, which Hollywood doesn't make anymore. Mm -hmm. Knives Out is an aberration because Ryan Johnson wanted to make something that had like an actual like mystery plot, like like an air of like mystery and like intentionally did something. The only other movie that people like, you know, can really like the first thing that anybody moves to is like um, Sixth Sense and. Whatever. I, I still think that, like, Sixth Sense is not a movie that can be ruined by being spoiled. Because then you're, you're sitting a movie about dramatic irony. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think, just in general, like, we've gotten to this weird culture about spoilers. And I don't entirely know where it's come from. The internet. the inter- Yeah, the internet. But I don't get what people, like... It is
1: It is cultural in the West, because I know that there are other countries... Where it's like very commonplace to be like, oh, I'm about to go see this movie. And then the other person is just like, yeah, I just saw that movie. Blank dies at the end. And that's just like a conversation that people have. So I think yeah, it is definitely right. Western. Um,
0: I am somebody who mostly is a proponent of saying, like, I don't think, like, for the most part, spoilers don't exist. But like, movies are supposed to be experiential. Mm-hmm. And the experience shouldn't be predicated on you being surprised by something. The yes. experience should be predicated on you, like, being put into a world that doesn't exist, or yeah. being put into a mindset that isn't your own, and sort of, like, being moved through the experience of, like, a film. Yeah,
2: I should I should say that—we'll um, talk about this later, yeah. because we are going to talk about it this week—I'm mm-hmm. uh, three books in on Dune. I'm three books in, and yeah. I watched the movie, and, like, that movie— I still think incredibly favorably of that movie because well, because it has nothing to do with the fact that I know the story. It's the it's the fact that like it, the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Like like people love those movies mm-hmm. before they like people loved those movies when the books were at the peak of their popularity. Same thing with Harry Potter. Yeah. It, it's the idea is you can't spoil this. Let shit. me give you a better car like, example
1: than any of cuz any of those books any of those things someone could be like oh well they're coming in blind because they haven't read the books let me let me let me say another example Mm -hmm. uh people love titanic
2: People love Titanic. People love, people fucking love the
0: fucking JFK movie. <laughs> yeah, people like, love Titanic. Like, I mean, look that JFK that JFK movie. Yeah, is hey, you know, really you don't know, good. but we all know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, Met, I mean, most fucking, people.
1: I, uh, what, Schindler's List. Yeah, what's the percentage <laughs> of the population that believes that Titanic, the Titanic sinking was like a hologram or something? What do you think? Oh,
2: it's it's like a vague. 15%. It's not as bad. Not 15%. nearly. Not nearly as big as 9-11. Not even nearly as big as, like, the Boston bombing, but, like... like it's, the, it, Well,
0: it's it's not as big as Atlantis. I'll say that. I'm, I'm, it's not yeah, as big as Atlantis. Not as big as Atlantis. Atlantis not as big as Angels. But, like,
1: um, like the very, same thing... I just Googled Titanic conspiracy theory, and apparently there's mm-hmm. very new QAnon stuff.
2: Yeah, of course Because... Is. There's, uh, there's a theory
1: that JP Morgan sunk the Titanic on purpose. Yes,
2: actually, I have heard of this. This <laughs> yes. is an old, this is an old one. This isn't QAnon. This is an old well, one. Everything whole, is
1: aggregated the, into QAnon. QAnon is the, the YouTube idea- of conspiracy theories.
2: I, I actually find this, this conspiracy theory kind of interesting because the idea is that uh, it wasn't just Morgan. It was JP Morgan and Edison put Nikola Tesla on the Titanic to sink it, and killed a bunch of people just specifically to kill Nikola Tesla. And I fucking love that as an idea, because it's like, how fucking petty do you think these dudes that, were? <laughs> Edison is that petty. Oh, I know he's that Edi- petty, but my point being is like, <laughs> he, is, he is Rockefeller that. that petty? I don't know.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I here's know. the thing. I, I I will actually go a step back from that, mm-hmm. which is it was just to commit insurance fraud. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, like like that one would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Like, that—that like, like that is my Titanic theory: is that is that it was insurance fraud.
2: Any Titanic sinking conspiracy should boil down to
0: the dude who owned the boat didn't want the boat anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like- yeah. Uh, it's it's just like you know. No, we can't do it. We're not. We're, we're not we're, talking we're about gonna 9-11 no, again. No, we're, we're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're yeah. Not. We're not doing that anymore. Again. But but again, we like I just kind of was like, it's Marvel movies. There's nothing to spoil about these things. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's not That's even that they're based thing.
0: on comic books. They're just like, a dude goes a place, is sad, maybe he's happy. Another dude says, fuck you. He doesn't say fuck you because you're not allowed to swear in Marvel movies. And then they fight. It's like, you don't even see people's faces in two thirds of these movies. They're just CG composites. The only
2: marvel movie that has ever surprised me was the first spider-man one where halfway through the movie uh and i don't care about spoiling this movie because Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen like the fucking spider-man movies you're never going to at this point um so i don't care if i'm spoiling this for you um like halfway through the movie it, it turns out that the girl that peter has a crush on and the the girl that peter's taking to the big dance her dad is the vulture. Like, that's the whole point, is that, like, yeah. he's been fighting the vulture the whole time, and then it's like, oh, that's who's picking me up in the car. Like, But, like,
0: again, even that reveal... Yeah. You, you're not necessarily spoiled for it, because you can then, again, like I said, go back and experience the movie with dramatic irony. You can laugh yes, right. at, at those moments where it, you're like, I exactly. know what the character doesn't know. Yeah,
2: exactly. and And that's something I, like... What, like, every time I hear someone say, oh, you spoiled this for me, I'm like, okay. Like, it's <laughs> like one of the greatest movies of all time I've spoiled for you by just telling you that, oh, yeah, hey, uh, Will Smith's dog dies and I am legend. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking movie about the apocalypse with a dog. What did you expect was gonna fucking happen to that dog?
0: Right, or like, I mean, to to, to go back to the ultimate spoiler, it's like, yeah, no, Rosebud was the sled, but that doesn't really mean anything. Rosebud is the emotional connection that Charles Foster Kane has to his childhood in which he was untainted by the poison of capitalism. But you don't understand that context until you get all the way through the movie. And if you really haven't seen Citizen Kane... I know it's an older movie, but quite honestly, it is one of the most technically amazing movies for the time. Like it is, it is amazing cinematography, and uh, any erasure of Orson Welles as like a director because that's happened recently is like some some pushback on Orson Welles being like an amazing director. He is, yeah. You, you... Oh,
2: I mean, or- Orson's amazing. Orson Orson Welles made. I mean, not just Citizen Kane. I can't remember mm-hmm. the name of the other big movie that he made. Um, but they're both amazing. I mean, Citizen Kane, if you told me that Citizen Kane was made in the eighties and was just like a like, movie that just happened to yeah. be made with hey. older technology, I'd believe Hey, it. hey, 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 hey. Yeah, what's
1: up? Citizen Kane. Do we wanna do the actual show?
0: We've yeah, been right, doing the actual yeah, show. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Let, let, let's talk about the rest but of the Twitter shit. And then we can then we can go back to the movies. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let, let's start this off with some good news. Let's let, let let's start. It's this not off good. With, news. Like, no, 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 no. I got some positivity for you here. Dennis Prager has COVID baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He has the vaccine. God damn it.
2: He has the vaccine. There's no way in hell he doesn't have the vaccine. Oh, but I, you like, know, you know, Hey,
0: Anna though, you know who did have yeah. the vaccine? Mm. Colin Powell.
2: That's fair. You he know? had the
0: vaccine and he's, yeah. He He well, did, he did. He had the vaccine
2: and then complained about getting the vaccine and then died.
0: Yeah. Well, um, no, 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 no. He, he got sick and then was like too sick to get the booster and then died because he didn't have the booster. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and rest well, in peace. Dennis piss. Prager
2: is, is claiming that he doesn't have it and that he won't get it, and that he's using beet juice and ivermectin and whatever. If
0: he doesn't, he is one of those people who, you know, drops down a co- a cool mill and gets that good Regeneron.
2: Here's the thing. If anyone can announce that they have COVID, if anyone can announce that they have mm-hmm. tested positive for COVID, they're not going to die of COVID.
0: Uh, except for radio hosts. Radio <laughs> hosts.
2: <laughs> well, I, and that's because those dudes, I, I, those dudes are like the rise and grind dudes, that like they're like coughing up blood during the commercial breaks and, sh- and shit um sure. Dennis Prager does not need to do interviews if he was if no he had he's COVID. He, he,
0: he's a well-respected children's book author
2: <laughs> I forgot about that
0: I haven't those things those things sting my brain like like I, I sometimes see those uh show so, up. because you know they have a Prager You kids YouTube channel
2: yes it's terrible. My, mo- my parents, um, my mother has recently, my, so my dad, mm-hmm. so each of my parents has one of these. My dad has Ben Shapiro and my mom has Dennis Prager, where they don't necessarily agree with everything that these people believe, but they do agree with the way that they go about saying these things, which to me says, no, you do agree with them. You just don't want to say that you agree with them because it goes against your personal beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, my dad says that Ben Shapiro has a very good way of talking about his beliefs. He's like, no, you believe in you believe in fascism and like white supremacy. And my mom's like, I don't necessarily agree with Dennis Prager on his women's issues, but the man makes some compelling arguments and it's like, no, you believe every word out of his fucking capitalist mouth. And I've just I've just had so much Dennis Prager of the past month and I hate mm-hmm. it. And I hate um, it, and I hope he does die. I don't think wow. he will, but I fucking hope he dies. Probably in will. Minecraft. In Minecraft.
0: So you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're hoping people die um, in Minecraft, and uh, I got another one. I, I got I, you know
2: yeah. perennial
0: favorite on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Your friend and mine, friend of the show, Willem Billiam Gates. Mm-hmm. It's Gates, not that Gates. It's the other Gates. Not Matt Gates. It's um, Gates. So not Matt Gates, uh, although he it, you know what we'll, we'll save it for next week, so okay this this one is uh this one's pretty fucking evil, yeah, uh, yeah. Bill Gates has been funneling about two billion dollars into an illegal NGO that has been operating in India that is doing unauthorized clinical HPV trials that have killed multiple girl, multiple teenage girls.
2: Uh, uh, explain what an NGO is.
0: So it's a non-government organization. Basically, NGOs are the way that billionaires commit terrorism legally.
2: There you go. (laughs) I just wanted to make, I just wanted to make that clear so that people aren't like, what the fuck's an NGO? Yeah, Um, no. Uh,
0: basically, um, NGOs do, uh, governmental activity that is technically not sponsored by a government, but like, come on. Come on like really if you if you're a billionaire and you're running NGOs you're basically trying to do some extra governmental shit and we know that bill gates um really loves fucking with the developing world mm-hmm. in his like quest to do eugenics
1: yeah he loves he loves not giving india uh the covid vaccine and letting like thousands of people die for no reason he loves that
0: he loves doing that but at the same time Operating a extrajudicial governmental like organization that is like on a certain level is basically a terrorist organization that is doing bioterror. Yeah. To to women and child to, to to like women especially because all of this is um the it's the plot to venom. Right. <laughs> it is the plot to venom. <laughs> 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 and also it's not just women it is also he's he's been doing his experiments on men as well for hpv vaccines oh at least he at yeah. least he's not a sexist yeah at least he's not a sexist in who he kills yeah
2: he's not a sexist in who he wrongfully
0: murders Yeah, bill with. gates
2: bill
1: gates is an equal opportunity murderer an eom yeah, yeah. microsoft is
0: an eom business right and i just like I, again it it is Really, you know, difficult for us to understand what billionaires are doing because they're doing so many things because they have so much money, they can kind of just like shuffle this stuff around. But the fact that that somehow basically Bill Gates has groups of people rolling up into parts of India, setting up shop and doing unethical bio testing on people and nobody has gotten in trouble for this is insane. Is there yeah, like any kind of like rough. oversight by anything? No. But that's what I mean. He like when I say that he was running an NGO without express permission of the government of India, he's basically gone rogue and is just like I'm a billionaire and I will throw around my weight and if somebody catches me, so what? Yeah. But basically what what is happening is the HPV vaccines are generating like blood clots in people and causing heart killing attacks. them causing heart attacks and aneurysms oh heart attacks again it keeps showing up all these crazy heart yeah attacks. so weird and again it's just it <laughs> it really is venom it is it is just a billionaire who's like i'm gonna play god and i'm going to find not just you know homeless people in in the bay area but no i'm just gonna go to a country that has like a very large wealth gap and is very you know and and has like uh structural problems um in both governmental sort of like oversight but also just like deep economic inequality and killing people to test out medicine yeah
1: if this was done to white people uh the anti-vax people would like lose their minds
0: But you don't you don't hear them doing like talking shit about like this. Right. This is I mean, like, this is one of those things where I'm like, um, you know, you can hold two very disparate ideas of like, look, the vaccine that we have for COVID right now. Fantastic. Amazing. But it also now looks like it's probably being built on the backs of a bunch of people who've been killed that we didn't know about and had like. I now have like like, even more ethical concerns about not just not, not, I don't have any concerns about like how the vaccine is working. I am more concerned about how the work to get the, the work to get both the production of it and also the understanding of how MRNA vaccines work. If stuff like this is happening under our noses and billionaires like Bill Gates, who has been the linchpin of a lot of this stuff, a lot of like, biohealth stuff recently yeah. so the question becomes like what deeply unethical fuck stuff yeah. is bill gates doing and it can't just be in india it obviously can't just be in india because he's also been doing you know his eugenics tour through africa yeah. and his sterilization tour through africa so he has to have been doing stuff there as well
1: just just so we're clear the problem is not the vaccine the problem is like the production distribution and exportation Exportation yeah, the, of uh, the, the, the problem isn't the vaccine itself.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. not the vaccine itself, it's the fact that it, they're using the fact that they're using mm-hmm. human test subjects yeah. to test you know, medicinal shit that can very well kill people. Yeah, like if it's not structured properly.
0: Yeah, my my, my, so, my issue will never be with the actual contents of the vaccine. My issue is with the everything surrounding how we get to the solution the the pipeline the research the yeah Yeah. yeah. distribution the fact that johnson and johnson is quote unquote going bankrupt so it can avoid uh admitting that it put heavy metals into baby food yeah um and yet is somehow you know breaking in the biggest year it's had because it helped make one of the three vaccines that people are using yeah And somehow it's okay to get away with the liability of poisoning babies?
2: Yeah, it's a nightmare, all of... Medical science is um, both the most amazing thing and the worst thing to ever happen to the planet. Um, Yeah, we
1: should all uh, live until we're 50, uh, have uh, 12 kids, six of which die,
2: um, and then... uh, but other than that, hey, 20-hour... walk into the wo- And then walk into the woods on your 50th birthday and never appear again. Yeah, but hey, 20-hour work week.
1: Ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. I would <laughs> fucking die. Yeah, I would take that. I would take that. Sure, a, yeah, hey, take hey, hey, you
0: die at 50, oh but God. you only work 20 hours a week, and it's only to, like... Look, he, I mean... No 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 no, 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 no. It's not even that you work 20 hours a week. It's that you work three out of every seven days because... <clears throat> Like four of those other days are weird holy days mm-hmm. that you you just don't do anything for. You're not allowed to do work.
2: Speaking as someone who, um, uh, I love my job. I work four days a week. Mm-hmm. I would fucking kill. I work like thirty hours. I would kill for a twenty hour work yeah. week. I would uh, the sheer. I would. Be, I would. I would reach Bill Gates numbers and people. Yeah. I've killed just to get a 20 hour work 100%. That that paid me well. How many how
1: many like years or decades after Bill Gates's death will his crimes truly be all accounted for? Never. Yeah.
0: Hundreds. Because like we are not e- we haven't even accounted for all of the crimes of JP Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Obviously. I'm saying. We haven't
2: yeah. a- like Morgan, Rockefeller, uh people like like there are there are dynasties where kings murdered people and we still don't know the like it like yeah, even close sure. to a, a like an uh a, 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 an estimation of how many people they killed
0: yeah yeah we're only starting to appreciate the power of genghis khan yeah
2: but we know the exact number paul potts killed we know the exact number stalin killed yeah we know the exact number Mao killed so you know that's crazy <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, we, and
0: yet we have not tallied up the death count of united also group. also pole pop yeah. was a was a cia op. Yes. Rouge is... um you know since si- since since we're gonna uh since we were talking about the global south um america has dropped its new hit list uh haiti oh, yeah, is next crossed. on the imperial uh on the imperial takeover
1: yeah um do we want to explain manufacturing consents just like the general idea of it
0: we can do it real quick
1: yeah it's. I mean, as I understand it, it's basically the idea of like putting out propaganda um, that like argues for a thing. And since like all of the um, media outlets are conglomerated under capital, um, they post out like very similar opinions that just become sort of the underlying narrative that the general populace like becomes exposed to. So the mere exposure effect sure. is just like. Well, this is what they believe as a base. You know what I mean?
0: You take information and create like a false floor. Yeah. And tell people for a long enough time that you can't, we can't go below that false floor. Yeah, we can't go like, past th- that's, here. That's There's the nothing floor. past here. Yeah. Um, um
1: right. Yeah. So people um, are are um, the Washington Post is wa- <laughs> is calling for uh intervention of Haiti. Um because they're an unstable state. I wonder why.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's weird that um, that after uh, a, a hit squad that definitely didn't originate from America, that, that definitely didn't originate from the CIA, mm-hmm. killed uh, Haiti's president. Yeah. After, also, you know... Any country that Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates, and William Clinton, William Jefferson Clinton, show up in multiple times Mm -hmm. uh, for reasons, they've been marked by the devil. Yeah. You know. Um, Hades also just has always been
1: hyper exploited because they dared to uh, rebel against slavery before.
0: um, Yeah.
2: Before. Before. America. Yeah.
0: Haiti's fucking awesome. Uh, if, you, oh, if you want rules if you if you want to know more, um the revolution's podcast's uh sort of like history of the Haitian Revolution is amazing. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it for like understanding sort of the history of why this was it crazy. I mean, the idea that Haiti was sending diplomats to America pre-civil war uh and trying to be like hey we're we're a country just like you we were oppressed and we we just decided not to and then america going like dude you're not white yeah fuck off yeah the other
1: funny thing about this like uh post from uh, news article from the washington post is as soon as john posted this in the server i literally looked mm-hmm. up haiti lithium and, <laughs> and got an article from yeah. 2012 um that was all about uh from mining dot com. That was about the twenty billion dollars of untouched mineral wealth in Haiti. Oops. So <laughs> we can't have we can't have Afghanistani uh lithium, so we have to get the lithium from somewhere.
0: Right now Haiti is going through massive uh worker strikes, like massive like political upheaval, um, because the country like rightfully is is in like a tailspin like there's a lot of uh like like, violence uh there are a lot of like gang warfare but all of that is because america is intentionally like destabilizing it yeah i mean and has for decades yeah this isn't a new thing um this is you know like it's intentional haiti is a country that is supposed to be Uh, constantly in pain because it like you said it 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 dared revolt against the slavers and even 150 years after we've haiti cannot stand stopped
1: slavery haiti cannot stand as an as a beacon of revolution in the working class's mind so it must just as cuba cannot stand yeah exactly so therefore even though cuba is oh my god i love cuba uh, Dude, but... C- Cuba, Cuba, rocking <laughs> communism
0: uh, better than anybody else ever has. Every, Looks like amazing. Anyone, <laughs> like yeah. anyone, pretty I much. Mean,
2: okay, I mean, we just want to say, we just want to say that, uh, uh, like, Cuba is not just doing <clears throat> communism and doing it well. They're doing communism, doing it well while being. Like under the thumb of yeah. the most oppressive country on the face of the by
1: Earth. the by, like the world's imperial powers, with no safety net. It's Russia amazing. fell, <laughs> yeah.
0: and Cuba still persists. <laughs> like it's amazing. Like it's
2: a single fucking island, yeah. with such a powerful, like homegrown idea of communism yeah. that it persists under. It persists in a way that no
0: other country has persisted under the same kind of rule. A hotter president than any of the ones that we've ever had. All I'm saying is... You seen that man do that? You see that man play basketball? Oh, fuck! Uh, All I'm
1: saying (laughs) is uh, we should look to Cuba and copy everything that they're
0: doing at all times. But here's the other thing. is like, if Haiti was allowed to be a real country, Mm -hmm. then... What if there was a pan Caribbean communist like wave and all of the small like be bad for the imperial powers? It would be because they're also where all the imperial powers
1: Mm bank. Imagine, imagine if Panama.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. America would not let that sit for more than two days. That would not happen. They I would, don't even think a full day. Would they would have, get, I think one person I think one person would say, What if communism? They would get so
1: scared. If there was like a like a mass movement in Panama, the United States would
2: shit itself to death. <laughs> like <laughs> legitimately, if one person said, Hey, communism. Like just just saying that sentence. What about communism? And then their head explodes because the CIA agent that's been following that person for 3 years yeah. just pulls the trigger.
0: Yeah. Uh it's uh, but again, just you know, sol- solidarity for what is going on in Haiti, but yeah. also understand that that our country is doing it. You know, I I I know that that just like I say in movies, uh the real villain is capitalism. Yes. Um, the real villain is also the United States. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, following some news up from last week, Andy No has been, um... So, just, so do, did we talk about the failing shit last week? The failing? I don't
2: think, I don't think we talked about this at all.
0: No, we didn't, we didn't talk about this. We just talked about, hey, if you want to piss Andy No off, retweet that image yeah. of uh, him so, standing next to some Nazi shit. So it's not Nazi shit it's specifically a fascist street
2: gang based out of a uh, a spanish political movement um Failingism is a like is a, a like a huge movement in 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 Spain mm-hmm. um and it I, I can't remember where he was but like i, I thought I thought I saw something of it was in Poland, but it may have been somewhere else. Regardless, it's basically an offshoot of Nazism. It's not exactly Nazism because they don't explicitly believe in eugenics. But regardless, um, he's yeah, he's like hard style post up in front of this this Nazi graffiti that is crossing
1: out a thing that says Antifa, So I think yes, yes, where originally like it's
2: literally like as close as you can get to like where people were like. Like a couple years ago where they were talking about how oh yeah, Annie No is fraternizing with right wing gangs and is yeah. telling them who to attack and who to kill. Um so um Annie No puts out this this thing of well, Annie No this video, this picture gets surfaced and then he uh puts out as many DMCs, uh, he's he's basically DMCS, so thank like, you. Yeah. Yeah, as many DMCA's as possible, which is super illegal, um, yep. mm-hmm. because, uh, you cannot DMCA a picture of yourself. The victims of Andy know should, uh, uh, know that very well. Um, you cannot DMCA a picture of yourself if it is something that was published by a different piece of media, which this is a screenshot from, I think, uh, uh one of his things, uh, which doesn't matter, um... Well, after, like, a week of him embarrassing himself like that, his publisher, the Postmillennial, has been uh, delisted by OpenX, which is the largest open ad exchange in Mm -hmm. the industry. Um, They have a network of over 34,000 advertisers and uh, over 400 uh, DSPs or demand-side platforms. Um, So what this means is um, the Postmillennial is... Uh, basically, uh, making zero ad money yeah. anymore. Um, and cool. will not make ad money until they're relisted. Uh, until they're well, until a different company lists them, mm-hmm. because OpenX has refused to relist them. Yeah. Um. These, yeah.
0: This is how like. Not 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 the figurative deplatforming that people talk about, but this is like how the literal, literal. deplatforming works. It's like yeah. we take you off the platform because you're fucking Nazis. Um and it sucks that it took this long oh, yeah. for yeah, OpenX to do this. And this is this is like the problem. This is the problem of like a quote unquote capitalist solution or a market-based solution, is that like it's allowed to fester. The market allows things to fester because they're profitable yeah. and only once they sort of like hit like a rotten like, like once they've rotted to the point where they can't hold on to it anymore they'll dump it yeah and Andy you know stock has just plummeted over the past few years so they're fine doing it but it's just like one of those things that's just like I think dumb. um and I hope
1: that this is the case but I think we're getting to or slowly getting to the point where, uh, <laughs> with Andy No that we got to with um Miles Annopoulos and fucking Richard Spencer which is that it is difficult to remember their names. <laughs> it's difficult to remember their
2: names or what they did, and you're just
1: like, "Oh, that guy,
2: Jordan Peterson." you know, Ian Miles Chong, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Peterson. I forgot about Ian uh, Miles Chong. Ben, Ben Shapiro. Well, here's the thing. Like this isn't this isn't me being racist, but like Ian Miles Chong and Andy No are two Asian fascists who I like for the longest time thought they were the same dude. No, nope. like I was very confused. I was like, why does why does Ian Miles Chong look so pretty here? <laughs> <laughs> like, because Andy No is like a decent looking dude. Ian Miles Chong is a troll. Yeah, he's um, a gremlin. He's a goblin. He's like a he's oh, like. He's like, the, um, you know, we don't like body shaming here, but Andy No looks like a, I mean, not Andy Ngo. See, I did it again. Ian Miles Chong looks like a fucking goblin. Anyway.
0: The right wing has a fucking churn. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. like the, the, the turnover in the right wing I'm, gristmill is pretty hot.
1: I'm not saying that Andy No going to join the pantheon of forgettable losers is, like, going to solve anything. Uh, I know no. that another one is going to take his place, but like I, honestly, I feel like we're five getting will there. take his place. Yeah,
0: like, like that. That's the problem is that like just if it's not one figurehead, it's just like a million because yeah. you you know uh, Anna knows this probably a little bit more, but like I, I I keep you know like I through other people keep tabs on the Q yes. shit mm-hmm. and yeah. like. Every time one of them goes away, like five different like Q people show it's up in the place. It's a literal, it's a literal Hydra. Well, like, he, the like the thing, ironically. Q
2: shit is different. Q shit is different because it, it is, the it, like characters like Andy No are just far right grifters mm-hmm. who, um, especially Andy No, yeah. they just incite violence. Yeah. And because they don't have the backing like Tucker Carlson. Um, once, once they say one thing out of line, like, Tucker Carlson has a team of hundreds of lawyers that cover his ass every time he says something completely wrong and stupid. Mm-hmm. Andy No says one thing stupid, He's gone. and he loses all advertisements on his website. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Ian Miles Chong, same thing with all these guys. For Q, it's different, because if you're a Q grifter... You're one of two things. Either you don't believe in any of this and you're just very fucking smart and you're just throwing Yeah, you you're you're a Sather you're selling, or something like that. You're selling you're selling shit like Jordan Sather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or you actually believe this shit. And if you get kicked out of being a Q grifter, you're no longer a Q grifter, you're just a Q guy. Yeah. So,
0: well, well, the other thing is like also being kicked out of whatever mainstream that you're in is a badge of honor for Q people.
2: Yes. Yes. Because then they get to go lower on the totem pole, deeper into the minds of whatever far-right, you know, fascist ideology that they believe
0: in. You end up in Foxhole, and you also end up in, uh, you know, segmenting, segmenting, you end up in uh, Donald Trump's truth (laughs) uh, social platform. John, can I say,
1: that was an incredible segue. I barely noticed (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) i barely noticed it it barely registered that you were doing a transition so uh, truth truth social is um has it didn't even launch and it's already been hacked yeah (laughs) amazing
2: uh
0: Uh, i i love how bad uh far-right social uh things are yeah like they're all so horrible because again capitalism say... makes bad things and they make it worse yeah they make capitalism makes bad things
1: fast that's what it does um did we say the true yeah. social is is trump's social media thing
0: we didn't that's specifically I... say that yeah uh, trump I, I, is I said making a social I, yeah. media
2: yeah Oh, okay well trump is making a social media culture
0: this is the follow-up <laughs> this is the follow-up to that website that he launched this past year yeah where he could just Tweet and I occasionally oh, check that fuck. website.
2: Wait, before we before we talk about this, I forgot I downloaded this. October October 22nd, 2021, The Save America by President Donald J. Trump. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America.
0: Oh yeah. What is it? Um, Come on, tell me.
2: Uh so he posted something about uh Colin Powell after he died where he was like, It's a shame that Colin Powell died. That fat piece of fucking garbage, you piece of (laughs) shit, I'm glad you're dead. Like, that's basically what it was. Uh, So here's a good one. This is from October 22nd. Now, I want to be clear. When was the last time you heard any kind of news cycle about Meghan McCain? Um, Isn't it funny that Meghan McCain, (laughs) who has always been a bully and basically a lowlife, is now complaining that it was she who was bullied by the slobs and radical left maniacs of, quote, The View, at the request of many of her representatives? I made it possible for her father to have the world's longest funeral, designed and orchestrated by him, even though I was never, to put it mildly, a fan. In his own very special way, he was a rhino's rhino. Despite fighting against me, I won Arizona by a lot in 2016 and won Arizona by even more in 2020. Unfortunately, the vote counters in 2020 were far more important than the candidate see the determinative report issued Wednesday by the Arizona Auditors! I have since found out that McCain, who was close to last in his class at Annapolis, (laughs) sent the fake and totally discredited scam dossier to the FBI, hoping to stop the, quote, Trump train. At any event, (laughs) McCain should fight the communists instead of explaining how they beat her, hurt her, and made her, quote, physically ill. She should fight back against the losers of The View, the way she fights against very good and well-meaning Republicans, and she would do herself a world of good. Trump is officially, like, four weeks behind on all news cycles at this point. I was going to say, I
0: I do remember a news thing about Meghan McCain uh, complaining about how she's not treated nicely on The View. Um, What? To to which I have to say, is
1: Donald Trump... Did Donald Trump call The View far left
2: and communist?
1: And communist? <laughs> yeah. How fucking cool of a show would that be?
2: R- remember a, but they hired Meghan McCain.
1: No. <laughs> what, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Imagine. Yeah, but you have to actual, have a punching bag. Imagine an actual communist The View, like a communist talk show. Fuck this it's podcast. Just, a, it's just like fuck yeah, this podcast. Hey, Let's hey, do hey, that. You
2: Five, five leftists just sitting on a stage while yeah. a bunch of people cheer every time we say something. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I was going to say, do, we wanna make a, do you want to make a Twitch channel? We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. I'll, we can scrounge up two more people to bullshit every day for <laughs> two hours. Do you think hours? if we
1: just called it commie, the commie view that we would be sued by the view? The red view. The red view. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: sure. We, we would probably be sued by the view. The little red view. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh,
0: it, it, it's, not, it's, it's not red view. It's the red outlook.
1: Mm. Ooh.
0: yeah because fuck
1: microsoft outlook am i right yeah fuck it why not
0: oh you you gosh. can't f- fuck it you can't you can't this podcast was can't can't not microsoft brought to you
1: by microsoft outlook it's a garbage web application for pedophiles and
2: nobody likes it anyway uh, they tweeted out pig poop balls onto Trump's, <laughs> it wasn't uh, fake, actually his account Twitter. uh they
1: just named an account donald j trump and every single fucking news news um outlet thing was just like they tweeted it from his account no they
2: didn't but like he doesn't have an account it doesn't, it exist, doesn't yet. exist yet it's not it's not a thing that exists yet
0: <laughs> the fact that you as a developer didn't remove that from your account na- put that on the band account names list so you could give it to donald trump when he became
1: right what the fuck yeah
0: like no like there are usernames you you generally like usually like yeah yeah, you you either like uh all the slurs you 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 blacklist all the the slurs slurs, weezer by uh, the way (laughs) uh
1: i i think i figured out the dream job for all like the tiktok 12 year olds that just want to be racist just make Mm -hmm. them responsible for creating the list of words
2: Japan. Have you seen Yo Microsoft's bleep? Have you seen the fucking list? They, if you look at the actual software, there's an internal list of all the words that they can bleep, and it's fucking, it's like pages long. (laughs) And it's, like, and it's like someone went through it and was like, here's the N-word. Here's a fun spin on the N-word I'm going to put in here. Like like every they just, fucking word you can think of and you couldn't think of. They're just doing it's slur
1: slam poetry in the- Yeah,
2: like, basically. <laughs> they the- went on comtown and they were like, hey, you guys think of any slurs we didn't get? <laughs> stop Nick it, Mullen, st- stop stop baby, the for- can, you get, can, the you, forbidden can you hook me up?
1: Slurs. The deep slurs.
2: Honestly, Stabby doesn't do as many slurs. Nick, Nick <laughs> Mullen is the Slur King. <laughs> anyway. Slur King sounds
1: like a Pokemon.
2: Oh, wait, before we head over there, real quick. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, I just wanted to say, speaking of far-right grifters who are uh, dumb and annoying, an old video of Steven Crowder uh, surfaced <laughs> where it's... He's doing, we didn't start the fire, but it's Obama's first two months, and it's incredibly embarrassing, and d- basically says, it's n- it doesn't say anything. It's literally just recapping what Obama did in his first two months of presidency, um, but he just repeats the same, like, eight sentences over and over again. It's embarrassing. I sent it to the group chat. Uh, I, the only reason I put it in the group chat and wanted to talk about it on the show, because I want it to be the outro this week. Anyway. Mm. I can send you the WAV. I have yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, do we want to go to the affirmative action corner?
0: Yeah. Affirmative action. action corner. Dude,
2: Collection. Did I say affirmative action? Said affirmative. Did. the fuck is wrong with me? The collective action corner. Hey,
1: do you corner. want to go to our super like racist corner where we just talk yeah. about <laughs> race- yeah. <laughs> propaganda yeah the All the, oh, my God. We all the things we love action. about racism...
0: The Conditional Materials Collective Action Corner is made possible by listeners like you.
2: Why the yeah. fuck did I say a I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: so, so, Cor- so, so South Korea, uh, half Ooh. a million worker general strike, baby. It was
1: only for a day, um, but a huge turnout also the labor leader um was arrested for bullshit charges that
0: like are nothing yeah that's uh, korea fucking like uh just in case you were wondering korea fucking sucks Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to this because it is an outpost of imperial power yeah yeah it's
1: it's capitalism
0: south korea you know if squid games hasn't told you that south korea sucks then maybe all of the articles about Squid Games where it talks about how Korea sucks might be there. Yeah, Unless yeah. you're reading the articles that say that uh, <laughs> Squid Good Games game. is kind of is kind of about capitalism, but really about communism. When because you, I've seen a lot of those it. as well. Yeah, I've seen uh, a lot when you of those. think about it, it's really about communism mm-hmm. because that's how capitalists like to reaffirm their uh Yeah their their worldview. Um, but I just wanted to let, you know, we, we just as always wanna give uh, a big ol shout out to anybody who does um anyone who's you know,
2: doing uh, anyone who's doing collective action in South Korea yeah. uh uh kudos you're powerful I mean,
0: and we love and you also it isn't just like it, it, these demands are really good it is nationalizing manufacturing industries socializing yes. healthcare socializing education yeah
2: yeah these are these are not it's not like it's not like here where uh, they're just kind of where I, I mean, hey, I I love the collection action we do here. It's 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 very fun and well, I say fun as if yeah, <laughs> as if burning down buildings and saying that that's fun is going to get me arrested. Um, but uh, uh, but like, there's not a lot of unity in what we want when it right. comes to it- like in like our strikes and stuff.
0: It's actually like, I mean, a lot of collective action in America is really holding on to the meager bits of what we have and maybe yeah. you know, asking for a little bit more money. But yeah. like, and I mean, I, I think the difficulty is that, well, America is a huge country. It is a huge country and it doesn't have, it is like a very spread out country. So the ability for us to, we also just don't have any manufacturing jobs anymore. No. Like, So it's it's harder for us to like actually like you know, collectively strike at what manufacturing is the, yeah. the bigger thing for us would be to be is if like, you know, every trucker in America unionized Ooh. and shut down. Da- like think about oh, this, yeah. every trucker Ooh. shutting down every fucking highway in America by like basically just like piling three semis deep on either side and just, like, closing off actual, like, interstate movement. Could you
2: fucking imagine the fucking discourse that would happen because of that? I mean, first of all, that would be exclusively good, and I wouldn't be able to say anything negative about that, but could you imagine the
0: dipshit fucking political... Oh my god, that's actually how we would get nationalized rail. This is how we get nationalized rail. The dipshit talking (laughs) heads on
2: fucking CNN and Fox who would just say the dumbest shit possible about how truckers are lazy and like like the sheer dumb fucking garbage they would say showing their entire asshole like, like
0: but i mean uh, but just think just think about like if we actually had like a national strike on our transportation mm. like not our transportation infrastructure but like an actual strike on the treats because that's the thing like, like you know yeah th- th- that's the thing is like if if the roadway is closed if the actual arteries to america's like you know just shit just just like no walmart truck showed up for a week think yeah. of how much power like we uh, as a working class would have and like
1: like production line pipelines are already thin, like
0: that we're already sh- getting that effect. Like if if you think about this, this is remember I, you I mean yeah, I don't even I wasn't there for this, but in the eighties when air traffic controllers struck mm-hmm. and Reagan decided to like unilaterally use only, executive power, yeah. Um, but like that's the same thing because if you mm-hmm. think about it, air traffic controllers, it doesn't matter if pedestrian like quote, not pedestrian but like civilian air moves what matters is cargo air moving yeah yeah and the ability for us to basically shut down any of the cargo infrastructures so that's actually why like they can you know dock workers are as important as they are and that's yeah. why they they're one of the last few unions is because they realize that if you shut down a port and mm-hmm. we live i mean we live in a port town with one of the largest ports on the eastern seaboard yeah if you shut that down, it does actually do substantive damage to the capitalist machine. And so, um, hey, you know, if you're ever thinking about how how would you get the most gain for the least amount of work, it would be shutting these things down. Yeah. And yeah. preventing if you can't, that sort of movement.
1: We of goods. can't have political organization at the factory anymore because the means of production have largely moved overseas. But we still have... To have locally the means of transportation and exchange, right? Um, so if you can still bottleneck back, that's I
0: could see that happening. That would that would be that would be fucked. <laughs> That'd be completely fucked. Like if like like, like I guess on, on a certain level it's like if you were if you were able to decisively cut off like road and rail access to major ports in America that is like one of the ways that you as like a striking organization as like a general strike Mm -hmm. that's what we would have to do to actually like enforce our demands and obviously people would get mowed down in like five minutes like Black Hawk helicopters would show up and just like kill everybody but that's the thing like that's I mean that that's how that's how you speak you you know the way that you stopped it was to Break the rail lines. Yeah. Also,
1: fortunately, the the ruling class tends to have an obsession with fucking helicopters. And let me tell y'all, these are death traps. That <laughs> yeah, if you throw yeah. a brick
2: at the blades of it, it will go down. You could take down a a Black Hawk helicopter with a potato cannon. Mm-hmm. That's not a yeah, job. absolutely, you could. Yeah.
0: In in less good solidarity news, uh, John Deere has cut off the health to yeah. their workers. Yeah. Um, and this is, we can't talk about the infrastructure bill every week. Um, but like one of the reasons why the obscenely rich don't want healthcare for all is so that they can dangle it over you and punish you when you do. It's a threat. And if we had a nationalized healthcare service, it wouldn't be a threat anymore. And therefore it would give people another access to actually like go for things. Yeah. Um, And
1: also like, um, the same thing with food. This is why food costs money. You know? Yeah. Um, so they can say, hey, work or starve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. Um, let's get into kind of like the last big uh, thing for the week and then we'll, we'll probably talk about Dune for a while. So
2: on the set of the movie Rust, and I'm going to be taking charge for this one because I have a lot to say about this. Sure. Alec, Uh, Alec Baldwin's movie, Rust, that is in production right now, it's kind of an old West movie. There was an accidental discharge of a firearm um, on set that killed one, injuring another. This is obviously horrible and, like, kind of, like, one of the worst things that can happen on the set of a movie, but the why and how this happened is kind of the craziest shit ever. The reason I uh, like immediately latched onto this was because as soon as it happened, the reaction I saw from people was so wildly off-base and out of touch. Um, the majority of what I saw from people was people saying that this is Alec Baldwin's fault because he was holding the gun, and you don't point a gun at anyone Uh, whether or not it's actually loaded. Um, And while I'd agree, that's just not how film firearms work. Yeah. Um, Before we go into the actual, like, what happened, I kind of just want to give a quick little rundown of how guns have worked in movies so that we can get kind of a precursor and understand what happened here. So, Beck, like, you know, film for as long as it's been film has had guns in it. One of the very first movies is about a train robbery. Um, And, you know, if you want a gunshot to look real, what do you do? You fire a gun. And, you know, with the advent of sound, if you want a gunshot to sound real, what do you do? You fire a gun. And so, for about, like, a couple decades, um, they would hire uh, professional sharpshooters. And, uh, they would just buy regular guns and fire guns at and towards actors and, and, you know, they would like just hire sharpshooters to be like, all right, here, this is, this is Tommy. He's going to fire this fucking gun at you. And, uh, don't worry. He's going to fire around you because he's a professional and this is how he does it. So of course, if you use live rounds, people are going to get hurt. And that's what happened. People, like, died. People got hurt. Um, And then two things happened simultaneously. First thing that happened was the first film unions were created. Uh, I'm not 100% sure if IATSE was around at this time, but uh, IATSE did eventually go on to create the industry standard of how guns are dealt with on movie sets. Um, The second thing that happened was a standardized type of gun was used up until you get around like the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, but the standardized gun was like, well, fun fact. The reason why every fucking movie before like the seventies was a Tommy gun or revolver is because Tommy guns are cheap and revolvers, you don't have to modify them to shoot blanks. Um, so you get a lot of, Movies where they're firing blanks out of revolvers. And blanks are less dangerous than guns in theory, but they are still incredibly dangerous. Yeah, it's still an explosion. Which is kind of the... Well, not kind of, which is where we lead into Brandon Lee's death. Um, On the set of The Crow, Brandon Lee stood about 10 feet away from a gun that was firing blank rounds and was shot and killed by a blank round. Um, I could go into detail and say exactly how it happened, but that's not really, you know.
0: Yeah, it's it's not what we're here to do.
2: Not productive. But to to just give you an idea, uh, after this, it was determined that within 10 feet of a blank firing gun, you will die, like, basically 97% chance you will die. Uh, within 25 feet, you will get serious burns, and within 50 feet, you uh, can uh, have serious hearing damage. Um, so, uh, IATSI, uh has, like, serious guidelines on how guns work. Um, and uh, 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 there's a great... Uh, guy, he's on a bunch of social media platforms, but I found him on TikTok. His name is Scott Prop and Roll. He is a real props master in Hollywood. He works on he was on Friday Night Lights, and you know, he, you know, he works on the Walker Texas Ranger set. So this dude is like the guy who talks about props. Um, he had a very great discru- discussion of how what the protocol is for guns on a set. So let's move on to what happened that day. On the set of Rust, there is a scene, it is a close-up of Alec Baldwin pulling the revolver out of his holster and pointing it directly at the camera. For a scene like that, you require dummy rounds because it is a revolver. If it's pointed directly at the camera, you can see into the cylinder. So what they use is called dummy rounds. These are real bullets with, instead of gunpowder, they have little metal BBs so that when you pick it up, you can shake it and you can hear that it is not, it doesn't have any actual gunpowder in it. The way it works, there's a huge protocol. Like, you, you take, like, an orange rod, you put it down the barrel of the gun so that you can see that no, there is nothing in the fucking, you know, nothing in the barrel. You empty the cylinder to show that it's completely empty and then one by one, the props master or the armorer, the armorer is just the person on set who deals with guns if the props section doesn't deal with guns, uh, that, one, that person takes a dummy round, which is the round with the BBs, hands it to the assistant director, the assistant director picks up the gun, picks up that bullet, shakes it, and then loads it into the gun. So, this is protocol. And then there's a third person there to witness all of this, to make sure that this is done correctly. So, that's at least also, three people who fail to do their jobs.
0: Yeah. Also, it is announced to the entire set. Yes, it is, is gun- announced to the entire yes. set.
2: There's guns on set. And so, basically all this to say that even if they were using uh, a blank rounds, at no point do are there live rounds on a movie set. At no point. That was the biggest thing that IOTC, like did was... There are never live rounds, and if there are live rounds, there are very specific rules on how they work. You have, um, it has to be a scene at a gun range, and you have to be shooting downrange with the camera behind the actor. There is so little, like, there's so little room for error.
0: The, one of the other things is that whenever you see a gun pointed at another character, it is actually a camera trick. No gun is ever pointed at another human being during filming.
2: Like, that, uh, no, that is, a, that, that is an say, important well, point. Yeah.
0: Specifically, no
2: real gun is pointed yes. at a character. Um, majority of the time, if you see someone pointing a gun and firing and you see, like, blowback and stuff, 90% of the time, that's a BB gun that has been modified so that it can fire, like, CO2 cartridges without you know shooting any rounds out of it so it has that kind of like kickback and then you just add muzzle flare to make it sound
0: and look but still even then like most of the time when you're pointing a gun at another character in a in a production you're not actually doing that you're doing a stage trick to make it look like you're doing that and the camera fills in the rest of that because accidents happen and to understand and and to, to mitigate all of that is that like you don't Ever point a gun at another human being on a set. So, what happened here? Well, the day before shoot,
2: the day before the actual incident occurs, um, IATSE Local 44, which is the group that was working on this film, walks off set. Yes, they walk off set yep. and they uh, basically say, "We're done. We're not doing this." Um, the only people on set who were of that original crew were the armourer and the assistant director. So, that tells you a little bit of something, is that these two were not union workers, and they didn't yeah. really work within the rules of the union. Right. Yeah. Well... Uh, they... Uh,
0: at the same time...
2: Well, uh, uh, so then they hire a, uh, a skeleton crew of scabs from mm-hmm. a local crew. Uh, uh, I don't want to... Again, I don't want to... I don't want to fault anyone here, but there's, like, six people who, could, who would have seen this gun, would have gone... Th- Who two people who would have touched this gun, and um, what? According to court documents, what happens is, armorer leaves these. There's like a, a table with like four or five guns on the outskirts of the set, away from anyone. Only two people are allowed to touch that that table of guns. That is the armorer herself and the assistant director the assistant director, because they have to handle that gun to hand it to the actor. According to documents and according to witness statements, the assistant director walks off set, grabs the gun, loads it all alone, and then hands the gun to Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin pulls out the gun. Yes, I know. Pulls Mm. out the gun, points it directly at the camera, and then accidentally depresses the trigger. The, the bullet travels through the camera, shooting the cinematographer. Uh, and then uh, I'm not 100% sure uh, how the director got hit, but uh, some pe- some people are saying that it was the camera, like a part of the camera had exploded and shot and hit, mm-hmm. hit the director. Some people say it was the plexiglass shield that was in front of the camera. But the point being is that every step of the way, there was a complete and utter failure of protocol. Mm -hmm. The props master and the armorer were nowhere to be seen when this gun was put on set or when this gun was given to an Mm -hmm. actor. And, um, a man who, I mean, frankly, say what you want about Alec Baldwin, like a man who for all intents and purposes was holding a gun he believed to be fake or unloaded. Yeah. Killed somebody.
0: Uh, one of the things is that he was a producer. On this production. Yes. And one of and the big reason why the walk-off occurred is because, among other things, they were being forced to drive over two hours each way to their set, even though there was a town 30 minutes away that they could have been, uh, that the that, that the they union could have been, been held lodged at. It. Yeah, they had lodged at. And that was one of the major problems. But another problem was that there were multiple safety issues. There were multiple instances that... ISTA rules and guidelines were not being followed yeah. and that actually the director of photography was one of the few people who was really pushing for these rules to be followed, maintained. And, yeah. uh, every step of the way, the production company pushed back, uh, production is the money people. Like that's where this yeah, comes yeah. from. Yeah. yeah, And, and, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm yeah, there is a weird, like moral culpability connected to alec baldwin in that if he was not if he was somebody who was saying no we should you know cut you know cut corners where we can cut corners then yeah there there's
2: i i I, again i don't know the production of this movie specifically typically if a leading actor is a producer on a film that just means that they're funneling money through their uh through their management um Like, look at, like, Tom Cruise. <clears throat> again, uh, there's I, I a don't reason, know any... There's a reason why none of Tom Cruise's movies have Scientology shit in them, and that's because <laughs> he's not in charge of that money. Someone else is. Yeah. Uh, he's put as a producer um, because it's his money. But we,
0: we... Again, we don't know how how involved Alec Baldwin yeah. is. I just did want to exactly. bring that up. No, no, yeah. exactly.
2: That, that's my point is like, I don't know how responsible anyone is in this movie. We yeah. know the name of the armorer. We know the name of the people who were, we know the name of the person who was killed. We know the name of the person who was hurt. And we know Alec Baldwin was involved, yeah. but that's about the end of the names we know in this story. And you know, it's not, I don't want to say, I don't want to point fingers, but again, if if it was a un, if the union was there, yeah,
1: this would that not gun, happen. yeah. That if this gun, if this was a gun, would have been
2: loaded with live rounds. The right. fact right. And, that live ammunition um, was anywhere near that set is a yeah, failure was on the, on the it greatest. Was, it degree. wasn't
1: blanks. It was live. It was it was live
2: range. ammunition. Why, live was rounds? Rounds? why was that on set? Why was that exactly? That that's a, that's another thing. Is uh, uh, there's a lot of misconceptions on like exactly what happened here. Some people are saying it was a blank round. Some people are saying that it was a misfire, which a misfire is when the gun doesn't fire. This was yeah. Right, yeah. the exact opposite. These were live rounds put into a gun for no reason.
0: Um, uh, we'll say there was only one round that that there was only one round in that gun.
2: Yes, so, but but the point being yeah. is that live but no, 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 but, no
0: live ammunition
2: should have been right. on that set no, no, at is, all. This is
0: it's it's weird and it we will find out more as like this story develops we did want to really kind of talk about it because this is you know a lot of people say hey like what's what's the point of having a union and we talk about like the safety of a union for us Mm -hmm. but the import, the other important thing is that unions keep other people safe because there are rules there are protocols there are guidelines and people like capitalists and people who like
1: want to rush through movies like this and just like pump shit out are so eat quick and easy, like quick to say, like oh, all these rules, like let's just make stuff like we used to, right? But these rules are written in blood. Every single per- every single rule in that book was there because someone died.
2: My so that my way. my mom, um, my mother actually, I've been kind of talking to her about this story because we're both mm-hmm. kind of tangentially interested in this kind of stuff. Me as like I'm an actual props master. I do work with props. For a couple different like companies and stuff, um, and and her she's just got a general interest in like like she's interested in like film costume and stuff like that. And so we talk about this stuff, and she she asked a question that is interesting but a little misguided. And she said, "How is it that OSHA let them have a live gun on set?" OSHA does not work with movie sets. OSHA has nothing to do with film. Like OSHA does not—they don't do that. They don't work. I mean, I'm sure some do. Like, for example, if if a movie set is on like an actual construction site, like OSHA does have to step in. Oil rig
1: or something. Yeah,
2: Yeah. OSHA does work with that. But OSHA does not work in the film industry at all because the film industry has there is a self-regulating industry because because the studio system is. Did the studio
0: system kind of like was like, no, we can't let government interference. That's why that's why we had the Hayes Code when we did is because the studio system was really worried about government censorship. So they decided to censor themselves to a horrible degree. Like a lot of sort of things like this is I know that like capitalism tells you that industrial self-regulation is an important and good thing. It's not, but the closest thing to to actual like OSHA is the ISTA, the unions, because the unions have an interest in making sure everybody gets home in one piece, and the studios have an interest Don't. in making a bottom line.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's um, kind of sad. sad. It, I wanted to talk about this just because uh, last week we kind of made a joke about, like, you know, John Deere, a John Deere factory where, you know, it, it they didn't last like even half a work day without the ambulance being called because they had put middle managers on the factory floor, uh, instead of the actual blue collar workers. Um, and, um, we were mostly joke, or at least I was mostly joking about that because it turned out that that was just like a medical emergency. Like someone just like, had had like a heart problem or something. Um, right.
0: but, but still, I but, mean, you know, but,
2: tar- yeah. but like, but like the point still stands of like, unions are important because your boss does not give a fuck about your safety your boss gives a fuck about your safety as far as you know is he
0: gonna get sued and that's about it yep and i mean you know uh what one one would say that like if your boss gave a fuck about your safety osha wouldn't exist like exactly mm -hmm. osha osha wouldn't be fining people but here's the other thing osha doesn't do enough Honestly, to rely on OSHA is to expect God to show up and help you when you're drowning. Um, Like, OSHA doesn't doesn't just randomly show up to your factory. OSHA announces that it's showing up and the bosses do their work to, like, get everything in line. But also, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I've never worked in a place where I needed OSHA. Well, except for when I was working with my... When I was a carpenter, and that's a whole different sort of story. But, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, in, in a better world, we would have something that is like uh OSHA for psychological damage um OSHA for like the psychological pain of a workplace as opposed to just OSHA for the physical pain of a workplace yeah. um so that you know even if your work never involves you lifting anything heavy or driving a forklift you're still in danger mm-hmm. and Absolutely. you you should still be protected from those dangers but because people don't understand what psychological protection is or a lot of people don't recognize that need, um, you know. Uh, whatever awareness. Uh, are you guys? Are you fucking nerds going to talk about Dune now?
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: Speaking of, what's the opposite of piss? Uh,
0: the desert. Dust. Am it's I dust. right? It's it's it's, dust. it's, it's the, the spice. It's it's, the it's the up spice. In spice. <laughs> the spice. I, uh, so I. This isn't going to be one of our one of uh, our super long uh this is here, here's what i'll say here's what i'll say yeah mm-hmm. watch dune just go yeah. fucking watch
2: it i don't care like go if you want to see it in the theater go fucking see it in your theater if you want to download it off of hbo do it if you want to pirate it do it just watch that fucking movie
0: uh what i have to say about dune is that it's the best two and a half hour vibe i've ever felt it's a mood
2: it's, it's
0: and i
2: avery <laughs> So, like I said earlier, I'm three books in. I'm a huge fan of specifically the first book, and I have never seen a piece of media that understands its source material more than the 2021 version of Doom.
0: Hey, Anna. Yeah. I think these eugenic sex witches might be up to no good. I think the eugenic sex witches might be up to no good! I mean,
2: again, I don't want to talk about it because unlike, I I don't really want to talk about it because unlike I know we said earlier that we can't mm-hmm. spoil things, but like talking about Dune is completely—it's
0: it's very not alien. Like, like, like it's, it's, it's very like, alienating. Yeah.
2: See, here's the thing: it's not like Warhammer where it's like, oh yeah, the lore is ridiculous and stupid, but like you can talk about it. No, no, no. Dune is uh is the acid trip of a man who like didn't even know like where this series was going when he finished the first book and he set up a bunch of shit for himself and then died before finishing, finishing the series. And so a a lot of Dunes, it's not like star Wars where you can just be like, Oh yes. And then the Wookiees come from Kashyyyk and, and, and uh, there was a single Wookiee Jedi one time. And it's like, no, like Dune is so Dune doesn't have lore like
0: (laughs) everything about dune is ethereal and stupid and i love it (laughs) so so i think there's like a thing that that i uh, a couple things that i was thinking uh, i'm processing while while having seen dune for the past couple days one you know uh i guess america really is ready to see an imperial occupation of a desert planet with uh bad consequences i guess we're ready for that movie uh because we just got out of afghanistan so we might as well put ourselves back in the afghanistan mindset so um, um i mean i know that it's core. you know a stand-in for uh the older <laughs> uh yes, imper- yeah. british imperial occupation
2: yes yeah
0: so so there's another thing that, that connects to this which is the word jihad is used in dune if i'm not uh, mistaken it's used in the uh, books. It's used in the books. It but is It is used not... in the
2: books. I can't remember exactly. Again, I'm three books in, but it has been like
0: a year since I've read anything. Um, it is used in the books, though. You're right. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, it, this was not used in this recent film. And I brought this up with some other people and, uh, a, a, a little while ago. And they had sort of, you know, put, well, cultural sensitivities and whatnot. But the thing that I, I've, I've realized while having watched Dune is the jihad was not taken out to make um, uh, people who are Muslim, people of the Islamic faith. Uh, this was taken out to make white people feel better about what they're doing. The the mo- like I can't remember if it's the
2: last book or... The book that was released after 9-11 is called mm-hmm. Dune, the Butlerian Jihad
0: um yeah and like i i like i think (laughs) uh the word jihad is actually probably very justifiable considering uh what goes on in dune um i think it is a word that would make sense and a word that would actually like be uh something um resonant um and, and the final thought that i have is the messiah and the antichrist are basically the same thing is 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 in the eyes of the empire, the Messiah and the Antichrist are the same thing. That is um, a, that that is a resonant thought that I have based on some of the imagery that is shown in the most recent movie. Uh, so, talking as like a,
2: a, someone who's been a fan of this kind of brand of science fiction, um, all of Star Wars is based off of Dune. All of Star Wars sure. is based entirely mm-hmm. off of Dune, and so the idea of the Chosen One. Um, like if you look at Star Wars and how the Chosen One is like, like represented, it's basically the same exact thing, sure. where like the the Imperial forces, uh, uh, you know, the Empire and the mm-hmm. Emperor view this Chosen One as something to fear, and um, and meanwhile, all every other person, all these factions and these religious sex see the chosen one as like either a far off idea or something that'll never come to fruition but if it did it would be fantastic um
0: yeah it's like curse you for 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 doing your eugenic sex witch magic but also yeah. eugenic sex witch magic is pretty cool ugh, fuck i <laughs> um also uh some sick ass names in this dumb in, in this movie yeah duncan um, is it duncan fucking idaho
2: Duncan Idaho, okay. <laughs> Duncan Idaho is one of the best characters in the series. Um played by Jason
0: play, played by uh Jason Momoa.
2: Hold on. Is Duncan Idaho who I think
1: he is? Hey, I in have the book? I have horrible news. Yeah? Uh we did not keep the Dune chat brief. I
2: I I don't I don't want to keep talking about it. Yeah, no, okay, well, so like, it's not. This is, this it's is about the It's the other guy. This is, it's this the is other guy. It. So um in Um, in the book, uh, what's that, what's that guy's name? The guy who isn't Duncan Idaho, but trains Paul.
0: Oh, I thought of him as jerk McJerkface. It doesn't really matter uh, to me. Well, here's the thing. He is a very important character. Okay. Yeah, no, I feel like whatever, uh, but it doesn't,
2: well, no, no, no. It does matter. It does matter because I'm about to say something kind of incredible in the book. Mm -hmm. He is described as a grotesque man, like, He's, he's, he's balding, but not because he's losing his hair. He's balding because he has a scar leading from his forehead to, to like the top of his skull. And he's got like a fucked up eye and he's like, got like kind of a gut, but he's like a good fighter. And the reason he has all these scars is because he survived many battles. So in this one, he's played by Brol. He's played by uh, Josh Brol. Um And Josh Brol doesn't look like that, but he's kind of gruff. Take a fucking guess who played him in the 2002 dude. I don't just, remember. It was fucking... <laughs> Patrick Stewart. The, like, most good-looking British man on the planet. And he's wearing just, like, a normal military outfit. The man in the book is described as, like, a, a, just the worst person to look at outside of Arkanen. Anyway. Right.
0: So, so anyways, uh, I, I feel like the... The only thing that really it comes down to is that I, I think Dune is interesting. Dune has a really good vibe. It has a really good feel, uh, yeah. and I hope that I don't have to wait for the next twelve years of my life to see this play out into a horror show of bad production choices. This uh, bad studio choices.
2: Yeah. This. Uh, speaking as a fan, if the rest of these movies, because they are making more, they have to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the rest of these movies aren't good. I can at least rest knowing that we got at least one Dune movie that is a one-to-one translation of Page to the screen. Um, Sure.
0: And uh, surf's up. Ride that worm. All right. Ride that um, worm, baby. I've been your host, John. Uh, you can find me at the underscore yamking. I've been your least, um, Avery.
2: I'm the Muad'Dib, uh, Paul Atreides host. And, do the entire litany the right entire now. litany fears the little death i must not fear fear is the mind killer um that's basically the whole thing he says like two other sentences but like <laughs> people, yeah. people have that diatribe like it, it it's not matter. a hard one to rem- remember anyways litany it could always against... be worse i am paul of house detainees muadib uso in the
0: quiz anyway
2: bye love you
0: yeah it could always be worse
2: um I must
1: not fear, fear is the mind killer, fear is a little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear fear, I will permit it to pass over me and through me, and when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I
2: will remain.